So Africa's largest vulture relocation is marking a conservation milestone. Through this conservation, collaboration and innovation uh, methods, Valpro approaches conservation holistically through in-situ and ex-situ conservation management strategies. Now, Valpro began as a rehabilitation facility, recognizing that each individual bird carries significant importance for the continuation of the species. Carrie uh, Walter is the CEO of Valpro and joins us this morning on the line. Carrie, a very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Let me start by asking you to tell our listeners a little bit more about uh, Valpro. Uh, Valpro is a water conservation organization that uh, dedicates um, our efforts to saving and preserving vulture species. So what, what, what kind of uh, initiatives and projects do you have uh, to try and, and, and conserve the, the species? Uh, we do rehabilitation uh, and extensive captive breeding for our release. And um, we do... Uh, basically, anything and everything to do with um, protecting and saving vultures. And, and does this all take place at uh, the Shamwari facility? Uh, no. So we have the Volpro Hotter Beer Sport branch, where we focus on rehabilitation, education, and research field work. And then now recently, as what happened this week, um, the Shamwari, or should I say Volpro at Shamwari, will be focusing very specifically on our captive breeding efforts and then monitoring the release of those individual birds. So what's the plight of vultures in Africa specifically and globally? So in Africa, as a starting point, we are facing an African vulture crisis where some species have declined by up to 97% um, in, over the last 30 years. Uh, and globally, vultures are one of the fastest declining species um, due to to very uh, due to a number of, of threats. Yeah, well, what, what are the reasons? I mean, why why is it that uh, vultures are endangered? You know, I think three three big threats which really should be highlighted, and specifically here in South Africa, the threat of power line collisions and electrocutions which, you know, almost on a daily basis are having a, a negative effect on the population, where, you know, and, and, and it's every single day a vulture is, is dying due to a power line collision or electrocution. You then have poisoning, which is the biggest threat for African vultures. And the events are not as numerous as that of power lines, but, the, but one poisoning incident can actually wipe out an entire colony of vultures. So just one incident can have a devastating impact on the population. And then the, the, I believe the soon to be biggest threat for vultures in Africa is a threat of vulture harvesting for, for um, multi-trade and belief-based purposes. So how do vultures get poisoned? As uh, different ways, I think the most common way is when a carcass has been laced with poison and then vultures find that carcass and they then themselves get poisoned. Mm -hmm. Now, what, 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 what strategies do you have in place to, to, to help with conservation and where does this relocation uh, fit in? So, the, uh, you know, 
our strategies are really to save each and every single individual. Um, so that to me is, is pertinent. Um, but the ones that cannot be released after they've undergone their rehabilitation, they're able to, to contribute to the species survival um, in our capture breeding program where although they cannot be released, they can breed, they can produce young young individuals, and their offspring can be rele- can be released and contribute to the survival of the, the wild uh, populations. And then in addition and hand in hand to that is the identification of threats and then the mitigation of those threats. So in order to maximize our efforts and any conservation project, you cannot just do one aspect single-handedly. Everything has to work together like a puzzle. And everything has to fit in place together in order to maximize your efforts. So you cannot just do, for example, rehab and capture breeding for release, but you don't address the threats. But if you address the threats and you continuously have declines, it doesn't help if you don't put back what is lost to the wild population. So everything needs to work together holistically to to maximise your impact. Hmm. And, and and what what role do authorities need to play uh, in terms of of assisting and, and the broader public? Uh, good question. Firstly, the broader p- public, um, which is a little easier to answer, you know, really is about an appreciation for the species. Um, you know, to to learn to appreciate and understand them. It's really difficult to try and get the buy-in of the public if there's no emotional connection to a species. You know, so the big thing is, you know, come and visit us, learn about what we do, um, go and visit facilities that have vultures and, and learn to appreciate and understand why we need to conserve them because they are important. But I think more so than they're important. As I said, if you're not emotionally connected, generally people don't care. So, you know, look at the, the true beauty of the species, you know, inside, not always outside. And, and I believe vultures are incredibly beautiful um, individuals. Then from an authority point of view, you know, we definitely need harder penalties with regards to uh, corruption. And when poachers are found, and we've seen this with rhino poaching, for example, where people get off scot-free half the time. Hmm. You know, we, we need stronger penalties we need law enforcement to to really take on the challenge of persecuting the illegal trade of vultures and getting these people behind bars and not just with a slap on the wrist um, or a 500 rand fine Um, because that is what's happening and people are not taking vulture conservation seriously and they are not addressing it in the same light as you would address a rhino poacher so just to conclude, uh, you've now been involved in the largest relocation of vultures ever undertaken, over a thousand kilometers from your facility in Hattabiaspur Dam to uh, the enclosures at Shamwari. Correct, yes. All right, Kerry, thank you so much for your time and for joining us. We really appreciate it. Big pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That was Kerry Volt, the CEO of Valpro. They undertook the v- largest vulture relocation uh, ever, over a thousand kilometers more than 160 birds and she was explaining to us about why vultures are endangered and why they're trying to do something about it it's now 7 30.